You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Yeah! Man, we're back again. It's been a while. It's been a few weeks. It's been a few weeks, but we've been serving you up some interviews and some, some tasty noogs. Some noogs, some nugs, some nuggets of justice. Uh, this is Metal Shop's Backstage Pass, episode number 126. Damn. Ooh. What's going on, man? 2018's almost coming to a close. I've been thinking a lot about what my favorite albums of the year are. I've kind of been doing that thing where I'm uh, I'm making playlists on my personal Spotify where uh. I'm just like, I'm putting an entire album because I'm looking through all these lists. I got the new Decibel magazine. I got all these yeah, uh, things the other, that are like... Yeah, the other lists are starting to pop up yeah, too. Yeah, things you should check out. I'm like, oh crap, I didn't listen to this. Yeah. Listen to them, uh, kind of evaluate it. Anyways, this show is Metal Shop's Backstage Press. My name is Kevin Deers. Yo, I'm Ian Reese. I'm the beard. That's Ryan the goddamn beard. But I think we're going to relieve Ryan the beard right now because he actually has to relieve himself. Yeah, Is you that correct? Go drop a doo-doo? Exactly. We've been, uh, <laughs> we've been doing a little behind-the-scenes right. stuff. No, Ryan, hold on. No. No, don't. Yeah, Ryan. He, don't stop me. You got a turtle headed no. for a minute. A groundhog, Ryan. dog. <laughs> Another five minutes, please. Five minutes, man. You I got to dump out. You, all right, get out of here. <laughs> all right, you I dump can, out. Oh, I can see it coming out of his sweatpants. Ah, yeah. oh, get out of here. Oh, I can. Oh, it's hairy. It has its own little beard. That's disgusting. His turd has a beard. Ian, what's going on, man? Yo, how's, man. How, how's the health? I'm doing all right, man. I, <laughs> I f***ed my shit up again this again. week. Again. I bounced my head off of my uh, my bandmate's pedal board off the ground and sat there and bled out for 20 minutes. There's a sweet... It's pretty pretty metal, actually. Big yeah. old blood stain on the floor of our band practice space. So I also have to clean my blood off of his pedals <laughs> at some Damn. point here. So whatever, man. I'm feeling good, though. My girlfriend comes back this week. That's awesome. You haven't seen her in like a year? It's been about a year. It's been over the a year. ultimate release? Uh, Jesus Christ. I mean, the yeah. release of hugs is what <laughs> yeah, I'm talking totally. about. And hugs, hugs and kisses. And, kisses, and, man, and some know, cuddles. Some affection. She'll you know. get to see Milton. By so. the way, the person that I was trying to think of the other day that, that I saw at Trader Joe's in the U District that's oh, friends with you yeah. is named Michelle. She's the sister of a guy named Deech. Deech. Something like that. In, Dietrich, in, in yeah. California. Michelle, uh, she was uh, in that band Witch, Witch Burner. Witch, what was it? Not Witch Burn. Hearst Burner. Hearst Burner. She, she was a singer in that band for a while. So she, yeah, she's part of the metal really? scene. Yeah. Cool. So she knows what's up. That's awesome. Yeah. So he she lives to, in California, right? Yeah, he lives in California. Hopefully, you get to see him this year. She's the one who used to not snitch on us for smoking weed when we were uh, kids. <laughs> shout out to her. Her dad's a cop. Her dad's a cop. So thanks for keeping it on the DL there, Michelle. That's cool though. I'm glad. And you let ran me get it. some of them, uh, them chocolatey, chocolatey uh, uh, pretzels. Those are good. Okay, cool. Wow. And Trader Jose's uh, tortillas. Well, as long as they're not Ryan the Beard's hairy butt and chocolate. Hairy turds. Yeah. All right, I can't cool. believe his turd has a beard. <laughs> uh, can Can you really not believe that? I, well, I, I fully believe that. But anyway, thanks for thanks for listening back into us uh, after all this time. Ian, we're back. We gotta, we gotta do this, man. In the next few weeks or so, while everyone's thinking about you know holidays and all that, we have to sit down and do the have the monumental task of choosing the top thirty albums of twenty eighteen. Obviously, we're not going to talk about all of them here, right. but I'm wondering, like, 
if you if I were to just ask you, like, and it doesn't necessarily have to be metal. Are there any re- albums that really stuck out to you this year? Is like your favorite that you've just been going back to I mean, over and over? Albums that I've been really, really stoked. I love that. I mean, it was late last year. I I love the band Arms Aloft. It's no secret, you know. Not, yeah. Not, not not necessarily metal, but that was late last year. I kind of love that. Doesn't count as 20, 2018. Whatever. That said, though, the first one that comes off my mind, like, dude, that new Judas Priest Firepower record. Yeah. God damn, that is a return to form. I couldn't believe that got number five in decibel. Yeah. Yeah, that was good, man. And, man, there's so many, but you're putting me on the spot. That said, though, I kind of do like the way that you and we have been doing this where we kind of add up all of, like, we we take a look through the Metal Shop playlists over the year and kind of, like, do a tally of, like, you know, because that makes it a more accurate, like, Metal Shop top 30 of, of bands we actually played, you know, throughout the course of the year. But that, like you said, there are always a few that we not necessarily missed, yeah. Just didn't give the proper time of day, I guess, would be the best way to say that. So we we do. We got we got some thinking to do, man. So, so a few just, uh, just yeah, things. What about you? Though? Yeah. I've been jamming lately. I've been jamming the new Drug Church record, which is not metal at all. That is like some kind of melodic hardcore-ish. Uh, uh, yeah, just kind of melodic hardcore meets like kind of Discord record style. Uh, Un put out an incredible record this year. If you like melodic funeral doom. Uh, their album's called Sentiment, uh, and there's a band that is called Beach Rats. Have you heard Beach Rats? No. It's uh, members of Bouncing Souls. Wow. Uh, dude that was in Minor Thread in Bad Religion. What's his name? Uh, gr- no, uh, Brian Baker. Brian Baker yeah, and the yeah. singer of Lifetime. Yeah, he was also in... No sh- are yeah. you serious? It's, yeah, he, uh, was, he was in Dag Nasty, too. It's Ari from Lifetime doing... Damn, And dude. it's the Bouncing Souls, Ari from Lifetime, and... Uh, and how did I not know about and this? And they're on already. Bridge Nine. God yeah. damn! All right, they're called so. Beach Rats. They're a Jersey band. Oh, the one Eight, five songs on. Uh, I need to get on that. The, on the, the one that I feel the need to before we take up too much time. The new Memoriam record. Oh yeah, yeah that Bolt Thrower. Uh, you know, redo band. Oh, f- yeah, yeah. So that that I'm really looking forward to uh, putting together that. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be a tough one this year. Also, shout out to a couple projects that we've been digging. A Wake of Humanity put out a new record yep, this year. Yep. Uh, our man Brian put out a uh, a fucking killer uh, mortuary, mortuary punishment. punishment yep. It's like death doom. And then uh, our man Brian, also formerly of Zabalba, little Brian, he uh, he's doing a band called Born Sinner out in New York. They just put out a demo. And the new Gouge Away Born. Burnt Sugar is a fucking killer record. We could just, well, we could keep going on. Dude, there's been so many great records, and like, the thing is, is it's a uh, good problem to have. A lot of people, you know, they're they're not stoked on streaming apps and stuff like that. For me personally, just as someone who who has to constantly be have my finger on the pulse, I love the fact that every Friday I can check out every brand new release. Yeah, it's it's you helpful. Know, and <laughs> you know, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's 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 a good way because, dude, we're so over. I mean, oversaturated is a term that I use loosely, but there are just so many options of so many records to find at any given time that sometimes it's it's nice to have it kind of served up to you Most on a weekly the, basis like that. And the fact of the matter is, is like we might not be paying as much for the albums, but if you have a streaming app, most. They've pretty much deleted illegal downloading. Yeah. Like, illegal downloading yep. doesn't really exist anymore because yep. people will just, instead of leaking something, people will just wait until Friday to hear it. And then just Because they have it. the app. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, which then, uh, turn you turn it around, it looks good for the bands, too, because the stream counts are up. Yeah. Play counts are up. Makes them look good for, you know, potential labels or, you know, tour package, you know. You know what I'm talking about. But. And and bands, I mean, all that stuff factors in. Streams do factor into RIAA stuff or billboards and whatnot. And Right. And, you know, I'm still looking forward to them kind of like uh, correctly 
mm, putting a reflection back on that because I think what it used to be, and I think it still is, 1,000 plays equals one sale, which is kind of a lot, but, you know, that's why you got to get your name out there. So King Nine, the band on the hardcore band that's on closed casket activities, they were on the billboard in the last week. Okay. Yeah, so, cool. I mean, that the fact of the matter is people still, you know, it it counts. I don't know. It's it does. All right. It's, I guess it's kind of an, an amorphous co- conversation. You know, it's 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 always it's changing. A, so. It's just an interesting time we live in. That said, let's uh, let's get into a little bit of news here. At Metal shops, not just opinions, bands. actual yeah. news. So there's a, a couple of things we're going to touch on here, and uh, so you can check these out as the weeks come up. Uh, Terror, a band that we've always been fans of. Allegedly from L.A., also from New York, also from the Midwest. They're kind of, you know, like Frankenstein of, of bands put together. They are. Uh, they just announced uh, a North American and European tour not coming to Seattle, <laughs> unfortunately. I'm sure they'll be back so, though at some time in, uh, in 2019. But they, they are going on that Hatebreed obituary 25th anniversary to Hatebreed tour. Oh, my God. Which is not coming here. But they got a new record out or a new, a new, new video. For their song "Total Retaliation," which is uh, probably going to be on my top thirty, um, I, I don't know. This band—it's not one of those bands that can't do wrong, but uh, they always seem to do a little right. You know what I mean? How good was that at the Gates Behemoth uh, show? Holy sh! A couple weeks ago. Goddamn, at the Gates just gets better with age, like a fine wine or mm. cheese, or Ryan's butt hair. His groundhog nugget that he's popping out right now. At the gates, man, they sounded incredible. It was Behemoth, Wolves in the Throne. I miss Wolves in the Throne Room, but At the Gates was incredible. Behemoth, what a show. Holy f***. And if you're a nerd, a record nerd, record collector nerd, you're going to want to get on this tip. January 11th, uh, At the Gates is going to be releasing a strictly limited 7-inch EP called The Mirror Black. And uh, it's got it's got two songs on it: "The Mirror Black" featuring Rob Miller and "Daggers of Black Haze," which I think both are on yeah the album uh, "To Drink from the Night" itself. But just tossing that out there, if you're a record collector, uh, put that on your radar because that's one you're gonna want to grab a hold of. We were talking about nerds, not necessarily record nerds, but certainly nerds will enjoy this one. Rhapsody of Fire oh, yeah. is coming out with a new album on February 22nd on AFM Records. Uh, the new album is called "The Eighth Mountain," and they just premiered. A new lyric video. Yeah. So I think the, we can, what, get away with like 15 seconds yeah. of this? Let's play a second of it. Let's play a few Come seconds. on back in here, Butt Nugget. Come on in here, Ryan. We're listening to Rhapsody of Fire, so. Ow. Give wow. us give us some. Oh, you need to go back to the bathroom now? You need to yeah. again? Yeah. Rhapsody of Fire gives me that. Sounds feeling. like Rhapsody of Fire. Yeah. All right. Let's not get sued. Turn it down. <laughs> yeah! But it's pretty tight. What I will do, let me skip like halfway in so you can kind of. There we go. There we go. There we go. All right, cool. I'm Mosh. I'm two-stepping. There's a Rhapsody of Fire, brand new one from them. Oh, yeah, I mean, we're talking about records that are coming out in 2019 now. That's where we're at. uh, Hello, Blake Judd. Do you have my money? So that's the question, (laughs) and we didn't get to talk about this off-air. Did I don't think we ate Did we in 86 knock Misty? Nah, they were just sketchy, dude. No, because he he just stole everyone's money. No, we we did. Did we? Yeah, we did. Okay, cool. Well, we could talk about it. We didn't have to play it. Thing is, though, this new knock Misty song, pretty fucking good is it i bet it is man they're a good band pretty good so uh that album just came out this week resilient or ep knock mystium what the fucking pair that that band has are just just to come back why would you do that like how do you expect not to just have like 10 fucking dudes 
or people or anybody standing outside of any given show you play going, hey, where's my 40 fucking dollars, man? I, uh, my favorite Noctmistium t-shirt of all time, um, when there were a lot of people that were thrown around the kind of the, the belief that Noctmistium were Nazis, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, they, they came out with a t-shirt that said, white powder, not white power. <laughs> yeah, he just loves the coke, man. And he just loves drugs. He just likes drugs. And at if, this point, like, <laughs> we all know, so if Ryan's you're gonna... like, I'm out of this conversation, guys. Are you? Oh, yeah, okay, cool. Thanks. Hey, yeah, thanks, dude. Hey! Yeah, I really added a lot to that one. I need you, Ryan. Get the f- back in here, man. Suck it, dude. This is the one that I need your help with. This is the one. This is the one. So, okay. Where are you going, dude? Let's grab two... my headphones. Hey. I gotta hear this. Two weeks from today, which will be December 14th. It's a Saturday. In flames. Gonna be dropping the new song. Remember, remember Kevin's uh, brainchild, uh, making flames great again. Making flames great again. Wow, that making flames great again really worked. And it didn't work. So th- dot, that dot, said, dot. we have twenty seconds. Have, Ryan, have you heard this yet? I haven't heard anything. Okay, we're, re- we're just gonna play right now. I want to get your reactions. This is just a teaser. Came out this week, and then in two weeks from today, we'll have the entire song for you. But check this out, Eric. See what. And then the weird it's, chorus it, starts. It, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. See, that's what I was waiting for because, like, <laughs> all right, even the Inflames records that I haven't liked all that much have had some good riffs, but then they go into these big, huge choruses that just bum me out so hard. I know you love the singies, and they they've just been going further and further down that road. And that was a good riff. I have high hopes, but I just know <laughs> there's going to be something after that's just going to make me so it. sad. Well, we'll find out in a couple of weeks, but uh, in the meantime, something to look forward to, potentially. Whatever. Anyway, let's go over to Greece. Black metal veterans rotting Christ while we're talking about 2019 releases. I don't know what's up with that in flames. That's just a song that'll be out on December 14th. I'm always excited. Yeah. So I'm always ready. We'll look forward I'm not half-masked. <laughs> Your PP up. The Heretics. Could go either way. Rotting Christ, uh, Seasons of Mist, February 15th, the day after... Valentine's Day. What are you gurgling down over there? Oh, okay, cool. cool. Just checking. Uh, Fire, God, and Fear. Let's just hit a little preview of this. What I got, I got to play this, and I'm just going to jump into the middle of it so you can kind of get the feel for it. Sounds like Rotting Christ. I'm into it, dude. So that'll be coming out uh, yeah, I don't know, in February. Something else to look forward to. Get it for your sweetie. Pre-order that, bitch. Graf Orlock, or Gorlock for short, is a cinema themed, uh, cinema grind band. They are like action, horror movie themed. Uh, they're awesome, and uh, it's it's good to see them coming out with new music. They have a, a new album that hits stores December 7th via Vitriol Records. They always have some really, really wild packaging. This is not a band that just throws something out with, like, some basic cover, et cetera, et cetera. They have, like, uh, records that form a boombox. They have records that pop out at you like a face hugger. Like Alien, yep. Yep. Uh, but they have a new song called Alternative Route to Mexico. This and... is uh, from Logan. Nice. From Marvel. The album is Examination of Violent Cinema, Volume 1, 
on Vitriol Records, December seventh. Let's, 7th. let's check the, out some Gorlock, All right. At least the very least, just the sound clips. So check this one out. Right? You read these in your spare time? You do know they're all bull, right? I mean, maybe a quarter of it happened, and not like this. In the real world, people die, and no self-promoting ass and a fucking leader oh, can stop it. This is ice cream for bedwetting. Talking shit about X Men. Yeah! Woo! Yeah, man. Cool. So there you go. Some the voice sounds a little different. It sounds it a little bit cleaner. Do they have a new singer? I don't think so. Huh. The same guy, so. Cool. That'll be coming out uh, actually pretty soon here. In fact, there's no release date, so we'll have to give you an January 7th, bro. January 7th, next yep. week. One next week from week? today. All right, cool. Boom. Boom. Carcass going back in the studio. Good. I hope they stay there. More Carcass albums <laughs> all the time. I hope they stay there and never come out. Just more Carcass music. I mean, it's been 2013, Surgical Steel. It was a great, great record. It was the album of the year, dude. Yeah, back then. And then they came out with that EP. Yep. So it's going to be uh, the, the first uh, album with the new guitar player, uh, Tom Draper, from Angel Witch, I, which I didn't even realize, you know. He's an Angel Witch. Singer of At The Gates had an Angel Witch shirt on the other night. Yeah. So look forward Made to the new it. Carcass record. They said it's going to be coming out sometime in 2019, so... Look forward to new Carcass sometime next year. Uh, the bass player from Accept quit this week. Yeah, man. You want me to read the uh, little statement? Yes. He is a founding member of Accept. I mean, this band has been going on and on and on. They 40 have, years. They've had many, many different members, but he has been one of the constants. He said, to all Accept fans, I hereby like to announce my departure as bass player from Accept. I've been with a band, been with the band from the very beginning. Many of you have been there as well. I'd like to thank you all for the great years we shared together. Keep it metal. You know what I like about that? No drama. Yep. It's a hey, am- guys. Thank you very much. Yes. I'm out of here. Yes. I'm moving on. The band rocks. Bye-bye. Yep. So earlier this, way, way earlier this year, Symphonic Terror live at Vok in 2017. So if you're hurting for some new accept, you can check out the live stuff there. Uh, definitely one of those bands that had a comeback, uh, very successful comeback. With uh, Mark Torillo, I think, is their singer. I can't remember. I just outed myself for that. But anyway, uh, let's keep moving along here. Okay. One of my favorite bands, Deftones, coming out with a new album, or at least hinting at it, in 2019. They kind of uh, posted something to Instagram, just kind of vague vague booking or whatever, vague gramming. Uh, They just put a photo of their hometown of Sacramento with the hashtags 2019 and new music. Um, so yeah, they said that they have a handful of songs written. Pretty self-explanatory. With some with them in the rehearsal. So I, you know, honestly, like uh, many of the bands we've mentioned today, I think Deftones get better and better at each album, dude. I think so. I, I really, really like that. It's some of that that last, the newest Deftones is some of my favorites materially they've ever done. So nice. All right, so this is one that I want to touch on before we jump on and go do our goddamn radio yeah. show. Uh, and this is one that, like, uh, you know, it, I knew it was going to be a big deal, but when I saw uh, Kevin and Steve, the old metal shop hosts, mm-hmm. uh, both posting about it, I knew that, you know, it was something we needed to put a bit of a spotlight on. Eric, Eric Lindmark, uh, the CEO of uh, Unique Leader Records and founding guitar player of Deeds of Flesh, passed away this week at a very, very young age. What was he, 40, uh, 48 years old here, after battling with uh, sclerosis. 
So it's it's sad Damn. to see him go. You, do one of you guys want to read this uh, statement here? Or? Yeah, I'll read okay, it. Yeah, um, so it says, uh, it was with great sadness that we must announce that our CEO and founder, Eric Lindmark, passed away today after battling with sclerosis. The indelible mark he has left on the death metal genre is monumental, both as a businessman and as a musician. After building the label from scratch with his deeds bandmate, uh, deeds bandmates, that's funny, Eric took a unique leader to a level he had never expected it, or the genre to get to. During his time in the hospital, Eric was absolutely implicit with his instructions to staff to go full steam ahead with the label in his absence, which is exactly what we intend to do. Good. Which is awesome. That being said, we will not be releasing anything in January so that we can make the necessary adjustments and delegations within the company. Very smart. We would like to thank you all for your well wishes, support, and kindness toward Eric on socials and via private correspondence. There is a GoFundMe set up for Eric's daughter, Bella, five, very sad, and his wife, link below, gofundme.com slash Bella slash Lindmark fund. Rest in peace, Eric. You are a true warrior. This is hard, man, not only because Deeds of Flesh were an incredible death metal band, but Unique Leader consistently puts out some of the sickest death metal. Honestly, if you buy a Unique, there's not many labels these days where you can just like be like, okay, I'm going to you know, basically subscribe to anything that this label com- comes out and with. you know it's going to be good. Unique Leader puts their stamp on it. It's f***ing brutal. Well, they, they don't put out much outside of brutal death well, metal. 21 years. F***ing brutal. They've been a label for 21 years. So if you listen to death metal, you have been influenced by a band on their roster. Well, on top of that, Unique Leader doesn't just put out new death metal records either. Like occasionally, like one of my favorite death metal records of all time is Die from Belgium, which okay. is like... Tiny death metal band only put out one album and then immediately broke out or broke up. And Unique Leader just said, hey, this record's sick. We want to press it on vinyl. We're going to carry some merch and like support this band, even though they're not act out actually actively right, touring and yeah. promoting their own music, which is really sick because that tells me that the folks over at Unique Leader are doing this genuinely because <laughs> they give a shit about the music. Well, totally. get, get this like totally brief financial thing. This is just a piece of the bands that they've been doing. A- Aeon, Decrepit Birth, Fallujah, Gorod, Psychroptic, Rings of Saturn, Surreption, Spawn of Possession, Archaic, Alter Beast, Discarded, Ingested, Internal Bleeding, Pyrexia, The Zenith Passage, on and yeah. on and on. So it is the first week here in Metal Shop of Death Metal December. Our uh, our way of s- combating all the Christmas music and the Santa babies you hear around. So on the show this week, we do a sp- we're going to have a special tribute to Eric uh, from Deeds of Flesh. We're going to play some Deeds of Flesh, and then we're also going to feature a unique leader band cool. for Brutal Poetry. So we just kind of wanted to do that. Eric, R.I.P. Man, uh, you're f***ing brutal, and you will be brutal in. And your legacy lives on, man, and that's that's the that's the most important part. In, Keep it brutal in, in the afterlife. Uh, guess what? Not only is Ryan the Beard hanging with us, but we also have a man by the name of Neil Limsang. Yes. Neil joined us here in studio. He's hanging out for the night. Uh, he's a rock photographer. He's a graphic designer or a graphic artist. Sorry. Uh, yeah. What would you say? Graphic designer. Graphic design. An- animator. Animator. I don't want to sell you short, dude. Um, so, but he's an incredible photographer and he's also friend to many, many musicians across the world. And he's in, involved in, in an amazing effort to help fight Lou Gehrig's disease, AKA ALS. Can you tell us about Rockout ALS before you join us for the rest of the podcast? Sounds great. Uh, Rockout ALS, we're a local nonprofit here in Washington, but trying to get the reach a little bit broader with mm-hmm. a lot of the right. artists that I've been friends with for a little while and, uh, www.rockoutals.com is our website, and you can check it out, sign up, and uh, we're going to be doing a big charity auction 
over the next year. And we have so many unique items that I've been able to collect from friends. And uh, oh, I can it's only gonna be imagine, cool. man. It's so, going to be pretty cool. Is there any, any, any of the items in particular that, like, stand out to you that, like, because like you said, you know a lot of people. Yeah, I know you've amassed a few things. Well, I have an uh, autographed guitar from Alice in Chains. Wow. And uh, I don't Ooh. know how to do that one yet, but they gave me that. <laughs> uh, in Flames gave me an autographed uh, Bjorn Gellot uh, signature Gibson or Epiphone. Right. And that was great. Uh, got things signed by Alice Cooper's band and Alice Cooper himself. Damn. Uh, I have three of the big four, Megadeth, Anthrax, and... Slayer, All which right. are on their last leg right now, too. So those items are pretty unique. Um, Tom Mariah has a really cool guitar pick that he gave me to auction. That's amazing. Rock out ALS, and he doesn't give those to anyone. So yeah. and he gave it specifically for the auction. So I'm going to do Slayer and the auction proud. So question is, <clears throat> when, when's that going down, man? Like, uh, Well, I'm trying to prep it right that? now, and I'm hoping to get it started in the new year and then probably do it probably quarterly because i have so many really amazing items so it's just too much to do in one spot and one shot so i'm gonna see how things go with the first one and then uh take it from there dude that's so cool yeah i'm so glad that you're doing that man because you're you're uh you're using your (laughs) With great power comes great responsibility, sir. Absolutely, man. <laughs> Rock superpowers. It's good you know? that you're using so. all your friendships for good. Yeah, and everybody's been super cool about doing that and then knowing that it's a personal thing for me, knowing that my father passed away from Lou Gehrig's disease, like brings it to a different level for them to actually realize like it is personal and it's genuine and authentic. So Absolutely. it's going to be pretty cool. That's cool. And I know a lot of people out there who might be even even hearing this for the first time, maybe even discovering you for the first time, are saying, thank you. Thank you, Neil. So Thank you, guys. So thank you for doing that, man. It's really, really cool. So Would you we, like to join us for the rest of the podcast? Sounds like yeah, well, he's already, he's already right here. We're almost We're done. We're leave. almost done. But we got some new stories. Uh, children of Bodom. The men from Finland. The Finnish. They are announced a new album called Hex. It's actually uh, the album will pre-orders will launch this Friday, December seventh, and uh, it's it's called Hexed. Hexed. It's actually pretty rad. It's a like kind of an old school painting take on their Reaper, uh, and it looks really cool. It's like purple. Uh, I can't, I can't say much because they haven't released any album, any songs yeah, yet. So song, it's like, yeah. what am I going to do? Just like sit here and like critique the art on the album cover? I mean, I could, <laughs> but no but one I mean, wants to hear that. We're talking about 2019 releases, March 8th. It'll be coming out. That's true. We're, we're rolling the dice on hopefully a good Children of Bowden album. <laughs> we'll album cover looks here. hella doom. And a complete so, left turn for that band. Something I know you guys are going to be looking forward to is the new Overkill record coming out on February yes. 22nd. The Wings of wait. War. One of you guys, you guys are always, always talking about Overkill. I'm not a huge Overkill fan. I like seeing them live. But you guys are always preaching the Overkill gospel. I do love the Overkill stuff. I mean, for, for one, great band. Uh, two, old school sh- that you need to be aware of. Third, the first metal shop show that we ever presented. That's true. Kevin, you and I. Yeah. I remember this to a T, 2000, uh, March 2010, 
You and I walked up. It was Overkill and Power Glove wow. at El Corazon. Yeah. It was the first ever metal shop show under the Kevin and Ian regime. Regime. So, yes, I, I, I got, I got a sp- in the cockles of my heart. <laughs> <laughs> so looking forward to that, man, uh, February 22nd. You know we're going to be playing the shit of that. Damn straight, uh, on dude. On Metal Shop, so. Look forward to that as well. So let's see what else we got going on here. Hatebreed, 25th oh, anniversary. Uh, not coming to Seattle. Yet. 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 Spring 2019. So let's talk about the lineup on, on this Holy tour. Holy mother We're talking Hatebreed, 25th anniversary, obituary, Chromags, terror, fit for an autopsy. And for, you know, and whatever other local bands that get tossed And on around. special dates, Bleeding Through, Assassino, and Strife. Assassino's playing? And Strife. And st- oh, my that God. That is a brutal lineup. <sighs> I'm going to have to do some traveling. We need to at Jamie Jossa, at Hatebreed, get on this motherfucking Northwest 25th anniversary. You know what? The thing is, is these kind of tours... They always have several legs, dude. Yes, they do. So, and we see Neil. He's a man that knows his tours. Uh, yeah, dude, look at him. He, he knows his shit. He's nodding. I know nothing. Yeah, you. <laughs> you know a lot more than you. That's say, the think smile of a man who knows everything. <laughs> I, you know, but that's the cool thing is I'd like to I see don't his tell inbox. You anything, so I know. I don't know. It's anything. okay. I'd like to we see that We won't press you too hard. That said, Let's the first text. The first show is uh, March seventh in San Diego. We going. And the second date is April 4th. So there's a big gap in there where they may or may not be swinging around the Northwest. I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to be turning Neil upside down by his ankles, <laughs> I think, is the is the, is the Checking his text. Today. Make sure my phone is locked so you can't yeah. access Emails. to anybody's uh-huh. numbers. You can log into this email over here, buddy. <laughs> log into your MySpace. Yes. Let's read your MySpace inbox. I, that might be uh, post-dated, pre-dated. To this, but uh, Misery Index, I uh, got a new album coming out, ri- uh, Rituals of Power. We're talking about 2019 right here, man. And yes. uh, I, I feel like this year, I don't know about you, Neil, I feel like this year kind of just flew right by me. It's December, and I can't even imagine like where it went. There's so many yeah. crazy I've shows. taken that lasted longer than this year. <laughs> oh, really? Amazing tours, Impressive. everything. Impressive. <laughs> And Neil, Neil was hanging out with us, painting the grass, yeah, it was such and a all fun those day. other shows, man. Oh, so. Two days, yes. So March eighth, man, the new Misery Index. This album cover's f***ing sick looking. It looks like it's a bunch of skeletons in a graveyard. Sounds very metal, right? That's a generic ass f***ing way to describe that album cover, but it looks beautiful. Believe you me. But you know what? You said f- and that sounds hard. It's their okay, Jamie. Hard. <laughs> it's their sixth full length studio album. Again, Rituals of Power out March 8th. So Trivium, uh, Matt Heafy is, uh, is a friend of the show. We, we, we talked to him a bunch of times uh, when uh, Roadrunner Records hit their 25th anniversary. We were talking to him about that. And uh, he really like laid the info out on all of that stuff. But Trivium, taking parental leave here in well, 2019. Matt Heafy, his wife, uh, Ashley, just... Brought, uh, he just, she just brought two little babies into this world, and they uh, pending, pending. They're oh, they're they're on the way, about no. to. That's they're why he left the tour. The that's why he left the tour. So he's gonna be a daddy for the first time, and with twins, and uh, that's a good good reason to uh, stop touring for a while. 
But Neil, you got some info on this? I mean, Jared Dines jumped on some of Jared those Dines shows. Jared Dines was on. Yeah, uh, are you going to be a godfather? Uh, not me, yeah. but uh, Jared Dines was on. He was great. Um, Howard Jones did yeah. a killer job, and Johannes yeah. also took over. And then when I was in Anaheim with them, Brandon from Atreyu actually really, with really? Them as well. Are you and serious? So it was wow. great. So I had a lot of fun with the guys. Flashback. And it was pretty unique shows. So not seeing Matt was kind of bizarre, but everybody really stepped up and filled in and did a killer job. And if you saw those shows, they're special because exactly. they're never going to happen again. Exactly. And that, I think that has a lot to do with it too, like the fact that Matt um, acquiesced to allowing – uh, first of all, for for the tour to continue, because clearly, like we all know, and you know, like anybody who understands what it's like to book a show, there's a lot of effort that goes into booking that. So you don't want to just, you know, cut the months, cord months you know. and months in advance. Exactly, so, like, it's really hard, and it's just like a lot of people are depending on the tour package as well as like the not only the band but the crews, everything, the else. venues, so it's yeah, like the venue, exactly. It's a all lot just to cancel hands, those yeah. shows, so. So it was cool to see them continue on, man. Brandon from a trade, really? Yeah, it was there. amazing. That's yeah. cool. Man. Really, really good. He That's killed really, really it. Cool. Killed it. All right. Well, let's keep going with a couple of these uh, tour well, announcements, there's, man. There's another tour announcement, Cradle of Filth. Yep, oh. Cradle of Filth is coming through with Wednesday 13 and Raven Black. They just announced, and we're on the uh, midst of getting tickets for KISW, a metal shop to give away. So it's March 12th at El Corzone. March Ian, 12th. I know you'll be up front. Singing along. I'll be meep, meep, meep. Yeah, Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday, the 12th. So that'll March. be a fun one. That'll be a cool show. And then, okay, so the one of the last, uh, one of the final news stories this week. So weird. You, uh, you take this one, Ian. I mean, dude, I don't really know how to go into this. Like, when we first started, because Kevin and I hosted a hardcore radio show for six or seven years, you know, on and off in the meantime. But when I first, when we first got this job, you know, I was reading a lot about, you know, old school black metal history, death metal history, stuff like that. And learning about, uh, you know, Pear, Olean, Dead from Mayhem. And, uh, you know, one of the weirdest f***ing news stories, just stories in all of heavy metal in general. Uh, when when Pear killed himself by blowing his head off with a shotgun. The band put it on an album. Yeah. And so, Ryan owns that t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Does he wear it? No. <laughs> mm, well, well, the the actual story is questionable. Uh, he he tried a knife first, but the knife was too dull, so he used a shotgun. Oh my God. But not before writing a note that said, the knife was dull, so I used a shotgun. Sorry for the mess. Right. That's so, grisly. I mean, uh, Euronymous has got his own story, clearly. Which we can leave for a separate time, but when he uh, he was the one who discovered uh, the the scene, and I then he is... got killed by Varg. <laughs> Jesus Insane. Christ! Must so be Norwegian. Euronymous took Absolutely. the opportunity before he called the cops, before he did anything, to, to, to do a little photo shoot, which ended up on one of the Mayhem you know out cover albums mm-hmm. with uh, with Dead's head. They're like, hey, In a what's pile. the first thing we can do when our friend kills himself? So Take what, a photo. What he did is he he took the photo and scooped up all of the skull fragments. He scooped up the fucking skull fragments. Made man. necklaces with it. He he made necklaces. He did this and that. And so what he did is he he like assembled all of these skull fragments and then was like sending them out <clears throat> via mail because at the time, which are pre-order, like you know, <laughs> <laughs> so. 
because we can talk about a, a different time in music just in general where, you know, we didn't have the internet. So people were doing uh, tape trading, a lot, a lot of mail. Skull trading. Skull trading. I was just going to say trading. fragments of your friend. Yeah. Fragment trading. So he was sending out pieces of dead <laughs> skull to people that he considered to be worthy, I guess, of having a piece of. I'm not worthy. Of, of his skull. So. One of them, the famous letters that's popped up just, just this week, uh, there's a piece of, of dead skull. Is it being auctioned off? Is it being sold? I'm, I'm not sure it, if there's It already any... sold. It did it already it sold? Sold. It just sold. Uh, well, you tell me what you know, because you clearly know more than I do. Uh, I, was, I was just keeping an eye on the sale. because I wanted that. Uh, it sold for uh, about <laughs> ju- just under $4,000. Damn, Gene. That's an expensive-ass skull. Jesus. But how do you know it's authentic? Yeah, I don't. How do you know question. that's real? I, I, I think that's what what's that company, the serial killers memorabilia oh, auction right. house does. Is they authenticate everything. They Car- do all the homework. Dated. Yeah, yeah, all that kind of <laughs> whatever's <laughs> needed. They figure DNA it out. DNA test. Yeah. So part of the letter that that is being sold with the piece of the skull says, "Okay." And at the end, because he, you know, he's just like, "Hey, so here's what's going on with mayhem." And then completely nonchalantly, at the end of the letter, he says, "Okay, that should be all." I'm enclosing a little piece of Dead's cranium in case you'd like to have it. Hear from you soon. Later. You need a certificate of authenticity. <laughs> brutal. Jesus, man. So, yeah, he was just like, oh, okay, whatever. Here's a piece of dead skull. So that uh, that existed. Did, does it say who it went to? Probably some anonymous. Ryan Shooting? Uh, it went to... <laughs> What's your social security number again? Where, yeah, where can we find we're, you? we're not doing that. I think he has an extra four thousand around to yeah. buy a f-ing skull. Nah, man. I mean, if oh. I had liquid capital to, you know, to get that, I mean, I would have. <laughs> Hell yeah, I would have. Whatever, as if you. I would have put that up on my wall. <laughs> All right. Well, nice shadow box. And hey, everything. what's yeah, that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Be pretty cool. I I guess. <laughs> pretty pretty not pretty not okay. That said, uh, we're not going to let you out of Metal Shop's brutal poetry. I mean, sorry, without... I, ah, I just tipped my hand. Get yourself together, bitch. I can't. I'm tired. So Metal Shop backstage pass. We enter the Metal Shop Brutal Poetry Lounge, where tonight Kevin goes back to 2002 to the band Goratory. One of his favorite pro wrestlers of all time, Mr. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Mm-hmm. This one's called The Wrath of Piper's Pit. Kevin, take it away. A vicious cycle has been completed. A beast without mercy, faith, or reason. A nightmare born from the ring. The champion of brilliant slaughter. Roddy Piper became beast of this pit. His swinging fists split bloody lips. A glimpse of his madness could make Satan get out of his fucking eyeballs. <laughs> As he enters his pit, he wonders, who will make ends meet? What kind of a man will be tortured, torn apart, and beat? A maniac, drunk with power, and freer than God, rises his fist to pulverize the weak into a Pussing mess of bloody sh and broken bones. 
The piper turns into the ring into a display of gore, gushing force-driven brutality. The pit becomes a chamber for the destruction of human form. Leave the pit a crippled ass <laughs> Physically <laughs> by the genius of torture. Give him some snaps. Give him oh, some snaps. Snap him on out. Kevin, you're a sick bastard. Crippled ass Neil. <laughs> That's so good. Sorry. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Wow. Hey, thanks for joining us, man. <laughs> thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, it's right. been a lot of fun, as always. Uh, rockoutals.com. Yes. Is that, that where is we can site. find you? Yeah, definitely check it out. <clears throat> and so I'd really like to have you back again uh, before your next auction. Also. Yeah, for sure. So let's do that for sure. And I got some I got some materials for you. These guys might have some stuff for you, too. So. Oh, it's going to be amazing. All right, guys. Well, it's been Metal Shop. What, what, what were we at? One twenty, one thirty, one million fucking episodes of this. One hundred twenty-six. All right, cool. So physically fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Crippled ass. All right. Oh, Satan shit out his fucking eyeballs. All right. We appreciate you guys, and uh, we'll we'll catch you the next time around. This has been Metal Shop's backstage pass. This has been Metal Shop's backstage pass.